Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Young Black and Bonded Sports Desk. Happy New Year to you and yours. Um, it's good to see you again. We are back, and I am joined by some great co-hosts of mine. Tell them who you are. I'm Greg, and I ain't shit. Um, that's how we start in this episode. I'm Greg, and I ain't shit. Um, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, I'm here. Welcome back, y'all. Happy New Year. Welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. I'm Pam, and I'm definitely, definitely more of the ain't shit out of the two. Happy New Year, though. Oh, oh, oh Lord. And, and we're joined this week with a, a special co-host, which is my brother. Little baby brother, go ahead and tell, 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 tell the world who you are. I'm Quinn's brother, younger brother, better looking. Uh, my name's Malik, and I'm. And they said they ain't they ain't shit. Well, I'll be the shit. I'll be the shit. Okay. So, this is this is where we're going. This is, this is how tonight's going to roll, right? I see. It. I see it. Now. All right, I'm ready. Yeah, you, you brought it on yourself, sir. You, you brought it on yourself. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say first. Um, Shout out and well wishes to both Pam and Lou fighting this demon that just happens to be called the coronavirus, which it clearly will not go the fuck away. Um, and it's taking no prisoners. It It's like Chris Jenner, but uh, sicker. Um, either way, hopefully all of you, you get well, you get better. Um, I don't know what people tell you to take when you have COVID other than a nap, but I guess like vitamin C, water, um, and honestly, take your PTO because if your job pays for it, that's free personal time off. So definitely do that. Uh, yes, that uh, I agree with you 100%, Greg. Um, Lou, Pam, love you. Feel better soon. Get some... Um, shit. I forgot to see that one. It's okay. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> y'all. Shout outs to Lou. Lou, we missed you. We love you. We definitely want you to feel better. ASAP and uh, Malik, it is nice having you this week. Hopefully, you know, you have some good insights and let's see where you're going to take us this week. Yeah. Um, It won't be to a Washington team victory, but. (laughs) You talking about my cowboy smoke job? Oh, oh, your, your no cares, didn't smoke my team. Your, your Cowboys actually lost to my team this week, uh, but that's the story for another day. Um, can, can I just start by saying something that kind of like pissed me off since we were kind of talking about COVID and shit like that? So I get a message from HR today. Hey, you come in close contact with someone who had COVID. Now, mind you, there were three of us in the office, right? Process of elimination clearly wasn't me because I'm the person that came in contact with this person. And there were the other two people. It was a girl and a guy. Now, we were already shorthanded last week. So I'm like, okay, this, this COVID thing, like how, like, how do we know and why am I finding out now? Uh, apparently, the person went out of town and I guess were masked or w- whatever the case might be, they ended up catching COVID. And since we were already shorthanded, he was on, I guess, like the person's on team B and I'm on team A and we do a rotational work schedule. So he had to go and come to team A for the week in order to help us out because we were shorthanded because of the holiday and stuff like that. Not knowing that he caught COVID. Mind you, 
we were shorthanded because other people were sick. So I get this message today. Now, I usually get tested every week because of the baby, daycare. And honestly, I'm a germaphobe. So my test came back negative on last week, on last Tuesday. And we took a test again today, which we'll get back in like two or three days. My job tells me, don't come in this week. And I was like, clearly, I'm not going to come in because I'm working from home this week. But also the fact that now you're telling me to not go in. How long can I not come into the office? They said 10 days. I was like, do I work or do I just like, you know, get those days off? They're like, oh, no, you can work from home. I was like, no, I'd like to just have my personal time off. So mm-hmm. long, long story less long, I'm feeling like I want to be Antonio Brown to the situation and just throw my fucking jersey and walk into the locker room. Oh, um, we, was going to, we were going to get there. Okay, yeah, let's talk yeah. about it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let, let's, let's just start there. Um, actually, really quick, because I know I want to hear what Pam has to say about the, this wrestling shenanigan shit, because I, I, I'm going to go, you know, toe-to-toe with her on that, because I feel like she's she's putting on her cape for the WWE, even though she knows that they're garbage. But one quick thing about Antonio Brown, the the need for him to be on that team, it's there. And we, we've seen it. When Chris Godwin out, yeah, all, all I'm going to say is Antonio Brown, like, I think he did the right thing. That's, that's all I'm saying until we get to that. But Pam, let, let, let's talk, sweetie. Let, let's talk. It's a new year, and the WWE is still a thing. This is your fault. Okay. How is my this, fault? This is your fault because you still support them. You still go to their things. You talk about their things. Um, with you and Cash, like, y'all, y'all do y'all show, and I love it. But I, I love the AEW section. Whenever you can't go. WWE, you can do your show, but because then you cancel out everything you said previously. So no, maybe we try no, to no, reword that sentence. No, no, I don't want to reword it. I meant what I said, and I say what I mean. I love okay. y'all show. So that you, okay. The, the the WWE portion, I understand why you have to talk about it. I just, I just don't see it. Like Maybe it's because like the way you guys explain it, it it's supposed to make sense. For me, I'm just like an internal hater of WWE. Uh, but my, my, my beef is the product hasn't been good in three years and it gets progressively worse so th- this recent pay-per-view that what was it called day one um, yes that's correct it was even worse so how do you how do you start day one and it's worse than everything you've put on in the past three years so i, I just need you to explain to me in 2022 as a fan of wrestling mm-hmm. why would someone continue to watch that product and then you can tell us about the rest other wrestling news because I feel like that's more important. Okay. So I will answer your question in regards to the day one aspect. Um, you didn't even watch. So how do you know that it was trash? I gave you, I told you, hey, look, here's this. All you did was hear. You did not watch the product. If you watched the product, it wasn't wasn't that bad. Um it wasn't great. There has been a lot of things going on with COVID. As I posted, Roman Reigns caught COVID and me and Cashley just said, protect that man at all cost on last week's podcast episode. And we really mean it. Protect that man at all cost. Um, they've changed their protocols in regards to COVID and how it works. 
So I'm really hoping that Roman gets a speedy recovery. You know, it's, it is getting real, real crazy out here with COVID and the Omicron. Uh, so it's, it's, yeah, it's wild, but you know, when Roman caught COVID, of course, Brock Lesnar had to wrestle because how could you not have Brock Lesnar wrestle? He is one of your big stars. He doesn't have COVID. Why not have him wrestle? So they just added him instead of a fatal four-way, it's a fatal five-way uh, for Big E's title. And, um, you know, unfortunately, he did pin him and Brock is now champion. So it is what it is. He's a free agent. Like he said, due to his advocate, he can go wherever he wants. He can go to Raw. He can go to SmackDown. It didn't matter. So it actually made sense in regards to like the free agency part. But what it didn't make sense on was the storyline that was happening with Big E. And a lot of people were upset about it. Um, first, you have Kofi lose to Brock. And now you have Big E lose to Brock. So it just doesn't make sense. But if you listen to last week's podcast episode that I did with Cashley, we talked about these short-term storylines. There's no longevity in WWE storylines. And once you understand that, then you can go, okay, cool. We can move forward with the product. There's not going to be a long-term storyline with them because every other month they're cutting somebody or this one's moving here or going back to NXT. So, you can't expect long-term from a short-term type of company. It's not going to happen. Um, for me, I still watch because even though you may not like, oh, I don't like what they're doing with this wrestler, that wrestler, there are some good things that they are doing with some wrestlers. Um, I actually loved the Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan match that happened this past Saturday on day one. Um, the powerbomb that Liv did, literally went viral. So I'm just saying there's some areas where they messed up at, like Drew Holland breaking Tom Ridges or whatever. I said Drew Holland. Drew McIntyre breaking Tom Holland's nose, not on purpose, from doing a flip, and he, like, kicked him straight in the nose and broke it. Hey, accidents happen. That's with any company. Nobody is perfect. Um, but at the end of the day, people watch WWE for the nostalgia. Uh, people watch to see new wrestlers be born. It's still a big brand name. It's kind of like saying, oh my goodness, Nike was going to team up with Travis Scott and Astro World happened. And now we're never, ever, ever, ever going to buy Nikes again. It's like, no, you're still going to buy them. And, you know, rest in peace to Astro World victims. I pray for each and every one of them. But people are still going to buy Nikes the same way anytime any celebrity or whatever teams up with somebody and something happens or a brand does something that they don't like. It's a momentary thing. People aren't going to watch in that moment. They'll be outraged in that moment, but it'll come right back. Prime example of that. Me and Cashley last week, we also spoke in regards to the big swole in AEW and AEW not having enough inclusivity and her speaking out about that and saying, hey, y'all don't have enough black and brown lgbtqi people at the top of the food chain what's going on and the first thing that tony khan does mind you we spoke about how he refuses to answer questions they always get the easy questions they never give them the nitty-gritty answers or the nitty-gritty questions and tony khan's response of course was to go ahead and say well your wrestling wasn't shit essentially it's this black woman but still watch our show, still watch our show. And people were outraged. But you know what? How did it combat the outrage? They have Daniel Bryanson 
of Brian Danielson versus the AEW World Champion next week. Well, technically this week on their show, their first show on TBS. They crown a TBS champion. So they hype it up. Companies know what they're doing. The PR is, is crazy, but they know wrestling fans are finicky. In a moment, they're going to hate it. They're not going to want to deal with it. But then it's something that you love. So you only have two really good main mainstream options. You have WWE or AEW. No, I don't want to sit through a three-hour Raw. Absolutely not. I freak, I can't. Like, I absolutely can't. As you guys know, I tell y'all every Monday, it is hard for me to stay awake for a three-hour show. So what do I do? I wait till the next day, and then I might watch the three-hour show. But for SmackDown, SmackDown has better storylines. SmackDown has better wrestling going on. So I watch SmackDown. I can even handle NXT. They're bringing up new people. Now, AJ Styles is in NXT, but not really in NXT. It's it's a lot of craziness going on with him, too. But you can catch that on this week's episode of The Melon Matt, where we will discuss that. But to make a long story short, wrestling is finicky. And people will essentially hate a situation don't want to deal with them for a couple weeks or so and then be right back at it because it's an addiction it's a drug for some people and some people is me but it looks like we have two audio messages so i'm gonna play the first one and it's from my co-host yes we love her let's go ahead and get into it Tony Khan has revealed himself to be an absolute loser. Um, I'll just call out, come out and call him what he is. He's Ted Turner Jr. He's a wrestling mark that has access to a lot of money. And he wants to run a wrestling company. So, yeah, that's what he really exposed himself to be. So let's just sit back and see where all this ends up in a few years. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. This is what we spoke about last week. He's a wrestling mark, and they book AEW in a way where, you know, if he likes you, you will get booked. But like me and Cashley asked last week, where's their performance center? Where do they go to train? How do they know how to cut a promo? Where is that place for them? It can't be the Nightmare Factory, because you have over like 200 plus employees that are just sitting in the back on AE Dark, watching, like literally doing a match for what, two, three minutes? Where is the real competition? But she has another one, so let's get into it. Um, one message for you, Greg. Um, I know it's really hard to be a wrestling fan at this point, but what you're going to have to do is really step outside your comfort zone. That means looking at other promotions, um, AEW, a New Japan, um, Impact, um, really looking deeper into what wrestling is outside of WWE. But I will say that the tag team SmackDown tag team match at day one was a one. I mean, that was to me probably the match of the night. So I would really go back and take a look at at that and the women's match, if nothing else. Okay. And she did not lie. I'll respond. I appreciate everything y'all have said, both of you and Cashley and Pam, I appreciate that. Let me be completely honest with you. I still don't care. <laughs> um, everything you said, Pam, like I-, I had to take notes. So you were saying that the WWE, the company who's been together or a, a company, an organization for 65 years, um, 
they aren't focused on longevity and there will be no long-term storyline. What the fuck am I here for? I'm not, I'm not here as a wrestling fan to deal with a storyline that lasts a month. Like it's it just not me. I'm a little bit different from other people. Some people might like that. And some people like me probably have to adjust to that or we watch something else like casually said. So yeah, I'm going to check out new, uh, new Japan and impact and AEW. Actually, AW, I might not check out because didn't you just say that like they're having exclusivity issues where they're not like promoting black and LGBTQIA plus people? Like that that doesn't instill like me wanting to go and like watch your brand. And you said something like to counter the outrage that was going on, like they're giving us a Daniel Bryan match. Like last I checked, he ain't black, right? So that's not helping that he's not a part of the LGBTQ plus community, right? Definitely not helping there. So for me, it's like I understand what you guys are saying, but you're like you're making a point, but then you're saying, "Oh, well, there's no long-term storylines. There's nostalgia." I'm like, there is no nostalgia. Everybody from the WWE is fired or dead or won't go back. And the only reason I'm saying it that way is because it's true. Like the people who we do want the nostalgia from, from like the two early 2000s, the 90s, 80s, and shit like that, either they're racist and can't come back, they're dead. They're on another platform because they've been burnt by WWE or they've been fired and can't come back. Let's get to that. When it comes to the firing of, you know, everything, when you said something to the effect of you don't want to sit through a three hour raw because it's hard to watch. That's not instilling me (laughs) to watch that shit. If you're saying SmackDown is better, it probably is. But now, like you said, the person of Roman Reigns, he's on SmackDown that I do know he has COVID. He's the reason to watch SmackDown. And the reason for that, in my personal opinion, is because they fired everybody else. And nobody else gets promotion. And the people who should be getting promotions, like AJ Styles, didn't you just say he's in NXT? Again, does it instill for me as a wrestling fan, somebody who honestly, passively now watches wrestling, the reason why I'm disappointed isn't because of the brand. It's the operation and the machine behind it. Vince Kennedy McMahon. We all know this. I've been saying this shit for six months. And I said they only had six months to survive. Day one, they've proven it. So you're like, oh, the best match of the night was a tag team match and the women's match. That, that's good. That, I would hope there's one good match out of what was it, six or eight matches or whatever it was. There has to be one. There was match. only five matches. That's it. Okay. It wasn't a big okay. So, okay. So five matches, day one. And even that being telling, like, we went from pay per views where there were what? eight matches, 10 matches, 12 matches. And I get it, it's day one, but you, you burnt most of your roster to the point where you have five matches. And one of the matches had five people in it. So I, I don't know about you, but I'm like, where is the roster? And the answer is they're gone. So Vince, and I'm only talking to Vince if he would ever listen to the show, um, you and Cash, I think you talk really great about the brands that I'm going to check out, like New Japan and Impact and AEW. But when it comes to the WWE, the brand that honestly has been around, at least in my personal opinion, longer than all of these, I have higher expectations because they have high expectations of us. They want you to pay monthly for this, that, and the third. They want you to go and watch these three-hour shows that are already hard to watch. They want you to come in for the nostalgia, but there's no nostalgia because you fired everybody. Um, there is no exclusivity. There aren't enough black people there aren't enough lgbtq people and now you're telling me there's no long-term storyline so i literally have to like have the memory of a fucking fish in order to watch that 
I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. So I appreciate what you said about day one, but if that's day one and that's what we're going to get from the WWE, like you said, Cashley, I'm going to find the comfort zone in something else with New Japan, Impact, and AEW. So now that I'm personally off of WWE, I don't know if you are paying, but tell me something about New Japan or Impact or AEW because clearly that's where you know the wave is. I want to know. Sure. So tonight we have Wrestle Kingdom, which is kind of like New Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, their WrestleMania, but it's called Wrestle Kingdom. It's literally, if I'm not mistaken, it's one of two. Um, with New Japan, they do long-term storylines. You want long-term? You want to talk about long-term? They've had a storyline running for three years. <laughs> you want a long-term storyline? New Japan Pro Wrestling is there, and they got you. You also just have to make sure that you listen to the American commentating team, which has Kevin Kelly. Um, it also has, um, uh, Lord, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but he also wrestles as well with Yo and Show. Well, he used to wrestle with Yo and Show. Um, they do their commentary there. And they do have, if for whatever reason you miss it, they do like little mini clips on YouTube and they have an American section. So it is all translated for you. Even the backstage interviews that they do is translated for you. So you're able to basically follow along. So if that's what you like and you don't want, I will say everyone's big thing with New Japan is there are no women wrestlers in there. If you want only men's wrestling, New Japan is for that um they are wait, starting wait, wait, to... wait, hold on hold on wait wait there's no women in new japan wrestling okay scratch them off the list. Tell me about Impact. pro wrestling <laughs> there's no women and the reason why yes. is because women wrestling in japan are called joshis and joshis have their own promotions such as mm. stardom stardom is a huge promotion out there where it's all women's wrestling um no mm. men so it's not that they're not together but in the past, I want to say three years, it's been three to four years, uh, New Japan did have one match with Stardom. They teamed up with Stardom to have one female match on the card for Wrestle Kingdom. So they are starting to kind of mix them. But for a normal New mm-hmm. Japan show, no, um, you're not going to find women wrestling. The most that you'll find women do is we will be like managers and we mm-hmm. will walk talent to the ring. But that's all that you will get from new japan See, in that aspect that that's my type of carrying on right there like everything you said makes me want to watch that shit like even you know uh what did you say it was called stardom like that even though they're not on new japan i want to go watch that and i know like cashley has said before like when we've talked about wrestling she's always told me greg you should get into new japan at that point in life wwe like even though they had people like fucking goldberg wrestling and borderline killing like the undertaker like i was watching that because like you said nostalgia now all the nostalgia is gone because everybody's gone i needed something else new japan i I might have to get into that stardom i'm gonna have to get into that impact is that the one that has like the weird ass ring that's what it's 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 shaped like uh, a fake yes impact is one of the ones that had that ring um but they don't have it anymore it's the regular four-sided ring now um okay. impact and AEW did work together because kenny omega was their champion for a while uh mm-hmm. brought more viewership to impact and then yes. christian was their champion for a while as well kind of came full circle for him um and he is now not champion now if i'm not mistaken moose is their champion 
I will say, don't look at any of these companies and go, oh, they used to be dairy superstars because mm-hmm. they do have a lot of people that were in WWE that are in Impact now. Um, Like, for example, the Inspiration, a.k.a. uh, what were they called again? The um, Iconics. They are, if I'm not mistaken, they are still the Impact Women's Knockout Tag Team Champions. Mm -hmm. Um, Deanna Peraza was there. Mickey James was there. So, you know, there's still a lot of old talent that is in Impact as well. I will definitely say um that i am not only dirty i am as critical of every single company that we mm-hmm. talk about everyone this this smoke is for everybody rated e for mm-hmm. everybody okay mm-hmm. every week on the mountain mat we literally are critical of dirty of aw of impact of whoever it is that we are talking about because we don't want it to feel biased we don't want it to feel like yeah. It's only one-sided or that only, you know, oh, we we just want you to watch this one company. That's not what we do. Um, Not at all. We want to make sure that everyone has a fair share and that we tell them about everybody. I'm telling you in regards to dairy how I watch it. Now, that's my viewpoint Mm -hmm. and how I watch it. I'm also telling you about AEW from my viewpoint and how, you know, I watch them. I have always voiced my opinions in regards to AEW and about them saying, literally trying to use Nyla Rose for everything. Oh, well, we have Nyla Rose. So we're inclusive. No, <laughs> that's not how that works. Um, <laughs> Tony Khan is very spoiled. And Tony Khan, if you ever listen to this, you will know you're very spoiled. You don't answer the hard-hitting questions. We asked last yeah. week, what do you do about creativity? How does a wrestler come to you with an idea? How are they able to train? Like literally teaching someone a headlock four minutes before showtime is not teaching them anything, not a place to train. Like that's crazy to me. So we are very critical of everyone, but I would definitely say if you like storylines, New Japan is great for that. Impact tells great stories as well. I won't sleep on them. They tell great stories too. Um, If you like that classic wrestling, NWA is also a good place to go. They have their shows on YouTube. If I'm not mistaken, it's like every Tuesday around 8 p.m. So you can watch it on YouTube. And they have great storylines, great wrestling. Um, Nick Aldis was like the longest reigning world champion for a very, very long Mm -hmm. time until he was finally defeated. Um, A lot of prestigious people have held that title. Ric Flair, you know, Cody held the title. Ooh, excuse me, Cody's dad held the title as well. So a lot of people have held the world title. So you can watch them as well. Um, I would have said Ring of Honor, but they are actually allegedly that was their final battle was back in final battle last month. So, um, so yeah. So there are some oh. options out there. And then like always, like the show that I sent to you, that is an mm-hmm. all African-American show. So everyone on that card yes. is either African-American or the African-American and LGBTQ plus. Um, okay. So that's a great show to check out as well. And it's right there in DC. So, yeah. you know, you guys can definitely check that out. Let me know. I gave you a little bit about Big Swole and Trisha Dora. Mm-hmm. So, these are people who you can literally just go on YouTube and check them out. Big Swole had a match that was a big deal. They used her. They exploited her, her marriage to Cedric Alexander, their daughter, to show how good of a wrestler she is. And she really is that good. So if you want something good, 
you can check out all these other places. We don't have to just stay in the WWE bubble. There's way more to wrestling than just WWE. And that's what I'm trying to bring to show you guys. There are a lot of great independent indie companies that will give you storylines and they don't have the big name production, this, that, and the third. But if you're on mm-hmm. social media, like most of us are, um, you can literally just follow one wrestler and they will cut promos on Twitter or on Instagram and they'll cut promos against each other. They make it colorful. They make it fun. So, you know, mm-hmm. you have well, all these that, other options. That's exactly how I want to start my 2020 when and if I do watch wrestling, because the way you actually explained it makes a hell of a lot more sense than whatever the fuck I Watched on Twitter, watched the replays, looked at the YouTube recaps and stuff like that. You know, WrestleMania and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, well, this is how it was. These are the the five pros and the cons of day one. And I'm sitting there like, like, nothing's changed. So for me, like I said, in 2021, I've absolutely given up on the WWE um, for my own personal reasons. And like, I feel like I don't want to keep throwing my money in a money pit. So I will go and check all of these brands out. Um, not for like you said the nostalgia because i think you mentioned like christian and like other people who've probably been in the wwe before i know that it's nice to see them again but i also know like i want to see them work with other people and build them that's something i never got with wwe like when i say never meaning in the past like 10 12 years there hasn't been that star who was built because of something like nostalgia you either have like the legend killer and like randy orton or you have like Roman, who's fucking squashing like uh, a 64 year old Goldberg. And you're like, okay, like great. Um, so it's like, I'm definitely going to check those out because you've convinced me that I- I'm a little bit of a hater of WWE. But again, a little I'm, bit? Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When I say a little Big bit, time. I'm still. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Q. Even Q knows that he don't even watch wrestling. And he know. Hey, Q. Q, 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 that is not fog that you're seeing because it's nighttime. That's smoke. And I'm coming for you in a second, sir. So you might want to sit the fuck over there for a second because Pam and I are the only ones who actually watch wrestling. Do you know right now who is the intercontinental champion, Q? No. So don't be in here <laughs> talking your shit, sir. Trust Shut me, up. I'm going to be on you and your team. And Malik, too. Any, I understand anyway, Malik is a any, guest, but he is still family at the end of the day. Boy, I got some stuff sure to ask you, we, we had some comments from, from Cashley, two voice from Cashley, that I want to play. So let's play Go those, on. and then we can continue this conversation in a little mm-hmm. bit. Let's mm-hmm. get it. Well, technically, on the melanin mat, we are not really WWE marks, per se. I would like to think we're equally as critical of WWE as we would any other wrestling promotion. And we talk about this a great deal on the melanin mat, on how we're very unclear on the direction of WWE. But being the wrestling enthusiasts that we are, and I would say wrestling analysts that we are, we still have to pay attention because they still are the brand. Whether we like it or not, whether we like the direction it's going in or not, they are still at the top. They're pretty much what most promotions aspire to be. So we still have to pay attention to them. Didn't I say that? Didn't Agreed. I say that? Shout out to my co-host because two great minds think alike. I mm-hmm. literally said that. 
I love you, mm-hmm. Ashley. I love you. Play the next one, Q. Run it back. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Here we go. Well, when you start talking about Japanese wrestling, now you got to start talking about cultural norms. Um, if you look at a lot of things out there, they're kind of separate between men and women. So that's why you won't find women in New Japan pro wrestling. They'll have their own separate promotion, like a stardom. Mm. Didn't you say that as well? So again, mm. look at that. Like y'all, y'all definitely share the same brain. That, that's good. Maybe <laughs> you should. You should buy fucking WWE. Um, again, fuck you, Vince McMahon. Um, I, I'm personally, I'm, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to spend the week looking up some New Japan, a little bit of AEW, some stardom, some impact. Wrestling I'll Kingdom come back is next tonight. Watch it's this tonight slash this morning. It comes on around 4 a.m. Eastern because they are working on Japan time. Uh, okay. So if you can't watch it at 4 a.m. because you know some of us do sleep, um, mm-hmm. I definitely suggest at least watching it the day after because like i stated they will do recaps a lot of people will talk about it because it is wrestle kingdom it is their wrestlemania and during this time if i will just give you kind of a quick little history lesson with shinsuke nakamura so with shinsuke nakamura he was known as the king of strong style and he built up this persona in new japan so for one wrestle kingdom he actually came out came out kind of dressed like michael jackson and he actually faced AJ Styles in that match, if I'm not mistaken. I forgot which Wrestle Kingdom it was. Um, and they both tore the roof off because the Shinsuke Nakamura that you get in WWE is night and day compared to the Shinsuke mm-hmm. Nakamura that you got in New Japan. So that is definitely a match I would suggest. If I'm not mistaken, it's like Wrestle Kingdom 13. If I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. Um, mm-hmm. And definitely everything that you thought you knew about House One Wrestles in Derry, you're going to be like, whoa, why don't they wrestle like that? Um, <laughs> so before, before we get into Cashley's email, I just have to say this because um, you mentioned Shinsuke, right? So she used to hype this guy up so much. And she knew I didn't watch like the brand that he was on before. So I didn't get him until like WWE, right? So we went to like WrestleMania and she kept talking about this guy. She was like, the, the Shinsuke guy, like he, he just, he's so dope. Like his, his intro music is fired. He's fired. He, he comes out and he, he's doing the fucking, the hand shit. I'm like, yo, like I, I low-key like, I like this guy. Like I, I fucking like him, right? Like, and it, it was weird because I hadn't had that in years, right? And then somebody said in one of the facebook groups is like it's only a matter of time before they they fuck this whole character up and i was like don't say that don't don't fucking say that and since i hadn't been watching or whatever they were like oh check out shinsuke now right and i was like what's wrong with him i think he's still like a really good wrestler from what i've seen right but apparently like there was this one what do you call it like this one gimmick that he had where he was like was he like a singer or like a guitar player some shit like that I don't know what it was, but I saw like a That's clip. That's his like, gimmick is- now. And, uh, and it's, uh, he has someone that plays guitar for him. He's very rock and roll me? and the guitar gives him life. Oh, Vince. Yeah. Why? Why? What the fuck are we? All right, let, let's move on. Cashley, I'm going to play your voicemail because we're we going to get into some sports that I can actually tolerate. Because, wow. But how do you... He, 
God, he was so good, man. <laughs> but yeah, Greg, I've been trying to get you on New Japan for like years now. But it, it would really do you good to go and check them out because they actually have clips of Wrestle Kingdom main event matches going back to 2014. And man, some of the best main events, best storytelling, best all-out wrestling you'll see. Um, and that should really give you your fix for wrestling. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm ready. I, I'm definitely going to do my due diligence, but I, I don't want to take over the show about wrestling because I know Q, nope. he, he wants to smoke. He, he, but before, where can they find the melanin in that? And what time? <laughs> so, we are on stereo. If Normally, we will go ahead and we are live on stereo on Fridays, 6.30 p.m. We have changed our time to a bit earlier so that way people can watch SmackDown. Um, but you can find us there. And then after it is posted, you can find us on anywhere you get your podcast. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, even Google has their own spot, uh, podcast. I did not know that. Um, but wherever you get your podcast, you can catch us there. And you can always catch us on the YBAV network. So go ahead and drop us a follow. Check us out. Um, we're also the Melon and Matt on all social media. So if you ever want to follow us anywhere and see what we have to say, you can catch us there. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. I'm waiting to hear what smoke Q is about to get. Uh, you about to dash some smoke inhalation. And I'm, I'm loving it today. Oh, so, let's get it. Oh, All right. We, we, uh, we love you too. Since we have Pam here. Hey, go ahead, Greg. So, first and foremost, we have to apologize to Q because he was right. About the Jets, they would, you know, not do what we predicted, talking about Pam and I. So I want to publicly say both of us owe Q $20. I absolutely wanted to start there because uh, I want to give. My cash app is, is dollar sign TDZ1906. Thank you. Right away. Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Continue. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, now, now that we've absolutely gotten that out of the way. Um, no, Q, no, no. We missed the part. You did miss the part. Oh. Oh, Even oh. though we will be sending him money, um, last I checked, you still owe Lou money. So technically, it's yes. like a wash. I might as well just send it straight to Lou because it ain't going you to know you. What? You're, absol- you're, you're absolutely right, Pam. You're, you're, Lou, what is your cash app, sir? <laughs> your cash anyway, because we'll be right yeah, along. Um, <laughs> so the, the smoke I have for you, it's not, it's not much. It's, 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 a light, it's a light dusting when it comes to Q. Um, Q told us that the... Washington football team was going to go 11 and six. Um, boy, were you wrong. Um, and not only wrong, was I completely? The, the only smoke I really have for Q when it comes to football, since we are on football, is you have one fucking week, Q. For anybody who is listening for the first time ever, we have had an ongoing bet with Q to let him know he's going to be wearing this Houston Texans jersey. And even though the Texans did not get it done on Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers, the Houston Texans have nothing to play for but a win. And Q is one loss away from wearing a Brandon Cook, uh, Deshaun Watson, a, a something from the Houston Texans. And the reason why is all season, Q has had some of the wildest fucking takes when it comes to football. So... I just want to put that in the air ahead of next week. 
also Q has not been still not with his pick. Okay, okay. Q, Q has also not been keeping up with his fantasy football pick'em that we all do. He went zero for zero. He did not make any picks last week. Lou right now is in first place with 118 points for the week. Greg is in second place with 116 points. Lou has actually guessed right this week for a lot of the things, but Q, the smoke is for you. And here's why. Here's why. We have a guest this week who is your brother, and you you clearly didn't teach him well because you're going to get the smoke instead of him. Malik, <laughs> I, I just Go have to let you know this. Um, my team, the Arizona Cardinals, beat what I would like to call the monkey shit out of your squad. Um, I don't the brother, they won by shit. three points. They won by they, uh, they, they won by three points as a penalty for you not getting it done. It don't matter if we won by field goal, an extra point, a safety. They, the score could have been two to nothing. We still beat you. And this but you is said the why, monkey shit. The, oh, 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 oh! That's the thing. The monkey shit, monkey shit, two times a day because we do right. Like a broken. Either way, what I'm saying is we beat the monkey shit out of you. Dak Prescott. Is not the MVP. Y'all keep trying to proclaim, you know, proclaim that he is, and it's your fault, Q, because for Malik, I think of him as wait, a wait, wait, as well. Wait, wait. Yes, 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 it's your fault, Q. I'm not absolutely. It's absolutely fucking team with a star in, in that fake ass city called Dallas. But this is this is the problem. If we would have taken Malik to more Washington football games, even when they lose, we wouldn't have to deal with him being a Dallas Cowboy fan, and it's just ironic that. Malik is a Dallas Cowboy fan because when I look at Q and how great he talks about the Washington football team, win or lose, for his baby brother to be a Dallas Cowboy fan, all I say in my head is, where do we go wrong? No, where do you go right? Where do we go wrong? You can't be away. No, no, Greg Greg is correct. Where do we go wrong? That is my only regret in, in, in this lifetime that my brother... Is a yes. fucking Cowboys fan. Yes, this is the smoke I have for you, Q. And mind you, I, I would I would like us to have an intervention with Baby Bro for at least two to five minutes. And the reason why is because I, I just want to hear from a Dallas Cowboy fan a legitimate reason why you are a Dallas Cowboy fan. You have the floor, Malik. Go Malik. Ahead. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I mean, let's just establish. Um, a long running, uh, albeit a white man's history, uh, great history nonetheless uh, of sports excellence. Not of recent time, I'll admit. Um, better colors, a better city um, that represents and and supports his team. You know, people go to Redskins or should I say the football team? <laughs> I mean, how pathetic is that? Uh, People go there to die in their careers. Um, people go there to end their careers before they start. Uh, wow. Whoa, wow. Uh, I got to teach. Yeah, I definitely have to teach you a, a couple of things. Keep going. Um, yeah. Um, it, it's really no, no other, no other reasons besides that was the, 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 the better of two, you know, What's it saying? The better of two evils. Um, it was it was either that. I mean, more I'm more of a Ravens fans nowadays. But whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, wait, wait! I'm a Ravens fan. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. Let me say, let me say, 
Let me say, oh, I'm not a Ravens fan. I'm more of a Lamar Jackson fan. That's even worse. See, and That's this is worse. coming from this is coming from the two. Greg, I don't know if you remember this. We were in uh, Quinn's house in mm-hmm. Green. Uh, we was in Green's, Qu- Quinn's house in uh, in Maryland. The one uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember a while back. And uh, LeBron was playing. I think it was the Miami mm-hmm. Heat. And he was playing uh, the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I have never. I just don't. This is coming from two. I just like. I just don't get where you guys get your takes from. You know, I remember you just bashing LeBron like he's not the best player ever. And so, oh, so, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. Didn't mean to cut you off because you're making a point. I want to counter your point for you, but go ahead. Finish, finish your thought. He, he literally is the best player. ever. So that's why your, your, your sports opinions have always like the, that statement there, the way that you're, the way that you don't like LeBron, it invalidates all of your other sports opinions because mm. it's mm. hard I to never recognize. said I didn't like LeBron. No, mm-hmm. no, no, both. no. Gre- well, Greg, I know for a fact, Greg. RB1, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. But I'm no. just saying, Lamar Jackson is, I mean, he's a, I mean, he's a running back, continues stop, to be a quarterback. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is a great quarterback. Um, a great running back. He's a great quarterback. He's an amazing player to watch. Mm-hmm. He is, he is exciting. Um, he brung, he brings, he brings energy to the football field. He brings a, a, a you when Lamar Jackson gets the ball, just think about this. When Lamar Jackson gets the ball, I don't know about y'all, but for me and my friends, we're on the edge of our seats every single time when he, and he gets the ball every single play. Remember that it's just like, even when he don't touch it, it's exciting because Lamar did it, you know, it's LJ, LJ, LJ era eight. And I'll just end it with that. But I, I am a, I am a Cowboys oh, fan. So much I am a cowboy. Yeah. I am a Cowboys fan, but you know, I definitely, you know, we've been dogging, we've been beating the fuck out of the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, what do y'all, what do y'all call it nowadays? Okay, so the interim team. I'm gonna go ahead and oh boy, so the so Washington Q, like, it, interims. So, so, so let me make my Ooh. point. And then, Q, I want you to Sorry, honestly right. have an intervention with, with with baby bro. Okay. Now, yes, once upon a time, we absolutely, when I say we, I'm talking about me. Q can power on if he wants to. Absolutely hated LeBron. But, you know, Malik hasn't listened to recent shows where we actually commend LeBron. We talk about LeBron. And my reasoning for it was I did not appreciate LeBron in his earlier career because of the antics and the things that he did, you know, then. Same way with Jordan. Like, I didn't, when I was, what, in 1992, 1993, like, I didn't appreciate Jordan. Like, then I had to grow into appreciating him. LeBron, the same way. It left, like, uh, a sour taste in my mouth, if you want to call it that, the whole decision thing. And that's probably where a lot of my vitriol was. But since then, I've actually changed gears. And I do like LeBron. I appreciate LeBron whenever he's on TV. I like to watch him. And he did one thing that Jordan, who was my favorite player, didn't do as a man, which is like, you know, show up for his kids games. And even though like Jordan kept his kids out of the line, like I like being able to see a father be a, a father, if that makes sense. Man, he's so, a great, he's a great guy, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. 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 So yeah. Better like, than Jordan. I, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Now, you, you know, no, no, let, let's just not do that. Uh, um, now here's the thing. LeBron to me is a better man than Jordan and for a lot of people he is a better athlete than Jordan here's my issue with that we've never seen them two hit the floor at the same time so I don't like to do a comparison 
LeBron is great for his era of basketball, and he will be considered an all-time great, which I can appreciate and I can commit. Jordan, for his time and period, yes, he was a great. He still is considered great, but that was his era. And there will never be a point where the two play in the same era. It's okay for two things to exist. That's where I leave with LeBron. However, you said, and I quote, Lamar Jackson, who is on a team that is not your favorite team, he keeps you on the edge of your seat. And I had to write this down because I wanted to make it crystal clear. The reason why you're on the edge of your seat is because he's always one hit away from being RG3, who played for whom? The Washington, whatever the fuck they're called. And yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, I, I hope for the best for Lamar Jackson, but I'm not here to talk about Baltimore because that's not your team, sir. That's not your team. Your team is the Dallas Cowboys. I asked you why you like that team. You gave me everything but why you like the team. You're like, oh, well, they have the, the colors. And the, I'm like, okay, sure. But if, if that's the reason you like the Dallas Cowboys, I'm going to land my. No, I said I said storied history. Oh, a storied history. Okay, cool. Storied history. So, so with 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 that with that being said, I'm going to I'm going to land my plane by saying, Q. I don't think you did your job. You you raised Malik as a great little brother. We used to take him to Nationals games. We took him to Redskins games at the time, and he grew up. A Dallas Cowboy fan. Let me let me just ask you, Malik, have you ever been to the Dallas Cowboy Stadium? Uh, after undergrad, I might move there though. Okay, that, that's a great answer. Um, who is your favorite Dallas Cowboy? Who is my favorite Dallas Cowboy? And don't um, say Troy Aikman. Who, who's going to? You think I'm gonna say a white? Come on, bro. Um, it has to be probably, probably, man. I remember when I was playing football, you know, Pop Warner days. Um, mm-hmm. We had a. I remember looking at looking at YouTube, you know, because this is when I started. Because you know, I started off as a Redskins fan. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know that. Then, of course, as I develop, as I've gotten smarter, as <laughs> I realized that certain things shade. just it's so good, it's so good. As, as I as I realized certain things just wasn't healthy for my mental. Cool. You know, I had to detach from all things toxic, negative, you know, failures, because that's what that t- organization is as a whole. Oh, my. Wow. Wow. I realized that I just have to go with a superior organization. Uh, we were doing pretty good. We had good hopes, you know, uh, at the time. But I remember looking and back at you. Burned. Keep going. I mean, I mean, wow! You got a. You, at least we got in the air. <laughs> the Washington Redskins never even got in the air. I mean, oh uh, they blew up off take. They blew up on takeoff. So, okay. Oh my! Oh my! Q. Q. This is live. This is comedy relief right here. <laughs> so, so, I, my favorite, my favorite to answer your question is Emmitt Smith. I, I used to play running back. I used to look at his highlights, and the guy was a dog, Emmitt Smith. I said okay. you, 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 you've absolutely passed my wait, test. Wait, 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 wait. I have nothing bad to say about you and your Something team. Else. I, I can respect everything you said. No, you said no Troy Aikman. I don't even know what that I is. I said no Troy Aikman <laughs> or Emmett Smith. Nah, he oh. said that, Greg. Greg, I Greg. I, I, think he's, he, I think he only said Troy Aikman. Aikman. I didn't hear Emmett yeah. Smith. 
Oh, yeah, great. I, uh, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. No, but, you know but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Q, you brought this on yourself. You said 11 and 6. <laughs> and the, the, the one time that we have your baby brother on the show, not only does he say that his team is Dallas, but he disrespects the team that, boy, um, ladies and gentlemen, this, this is a sports desk. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes I'm, 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 sorry. Like hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry. So is Deion Sanders off the table? Like I'm confused. Bro, stop, stop. Brian? Brian? from the background. <laughs> but you know, I wouldn't say he's off the table. I wouldn't say he's off the table. It's just that because I'm actually a big Jackson State. I like what he's doing over there at Jackson State, man. He, he he's doing mm-hmm. some things going to transcend uh, HBCU, especially on the football side. But Prime, I just didn't play corner. I played running back. I played a little bit of corner, especially like in middle school and stuff, but mm-hmm. Emmett Smith was just, you know, he was that dude. And then the Migos song, I was just sound like I'm Emmett, you know. Okay. Yeah. Moving right along. Moving right along. I can't do anything uh, but respect it, bro. He, I, I he answered I, all my I, questions. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it 100%. But Dallas still ain't shit. Ain't gonna be shit. Never was shit. And will never be shit. No. Right and that's why they're the cowgirls. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I feel attacked. Oh my oh, god. Man. Oh. oh my uh, god. Snow day vibes. This, this is what we're getting with the car stuck oh, in the street boy. because Mayor Bowser didn't um plow didn't put the plows out correctly. Anyway. Yeah, people being spanked on this hill. Going back to seventeen. Go back to week 17 in the current Monday night game that the Pittsburgh, what what the fucks are playing right now? What's your thoughts on this week? Well, once the team stops moving in the wind, we can get an answer. So, so he was, I guess he's asking, how do you feel about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, yes, the Pittsburgh, I, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't defend Lou anymore. Um, I, I can't defend Lou anymore. And this is no disrespect to Lou. Um, when you have a rapist as a quarterback, you would think like he knows how to hit the holes and he, 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 he doesn't. Um, like, yo, like, how, how do you, how are you, how, how are you, it's like, bro, like you're a known rapist and you can't get in the end zone. That, that's pretty telling, Wait, right? is he an what? accused rapist or he is he? I mean, is he accused rapist or hey, convicted rapist? We we believe women and their stories on the YBB network. All I know is this: um, a, a lot of other athletes got all the smoke for the things that they were accused of doing. Well, he's white, so you know. Okay, well, you know what? That, that's the that's the best answer ever. Going back to this game. Um, Ben Roethlisberger, for this to be your final game, he's playing like absolute dog shit. Oh, and I think Lou is currently throwing snowballs <laughs> yeah, <he's> throwing <laughs> in the app, um, which which is weird because we're talking about Ben Roethlisberger and there's like white like balls just like being thrown at people's faces. But alas, here we are. Either way, Ben Roethlisberger, for this to be his final game, he is. All the garbage we thought he was for the past two seasons. Boy, um, he went receiver in the NFL. And now you just, what happened? 
Like, is he just is he just old or is he just bad? Like, because you can be old and good. Like Brett Favre, like Brady, the other quarterbacks have proven it. That can be true. What is wrong with Ben Roethlisberger? I, I just need somebody to answer that. Good question. Good question. Good, good question. And Lou in the comments, in the text, in the text chat, he's saying he's old. He's old. Well, that's an excuse, but sure. That, that, that is definitely an excuse, and I'll live with that. But, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't have an answer. I, I don't have an answer. I'm, I, I'm praying for the guy, though. I don't think, and, I think, you know. You, you, you don't have an answer, and, and neither does the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Um, but what does Pittsburgh do? When Ben leaves, like, do you go and draft a quarterback? Because Mason Rudolph is not it. And who's the dude who was, like, going to the strip clubs in Washington and then he ended up going Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. Like, honestly, has Dwayne Haskins – is he still with us? Like, or is he at the – where is he at? Because he's he's clearly not on the field tonight and he's not on the side. Where in the fuck is he at? He's at stadium. Probably at stadium. Um, Lou – I'm sorry, unfortunately, like you have to get the smoke next week because Lou, I'm sorry that Q got it this week. The Pittsburgh Steelers, for this to be Ben's last game, I'm expecting the score to be fucking like 28-17, fucking 35 What do you think, it's Kobe? You think people are going to give him a, you know, a farewell toy? A farewell toy? Here's the the thing. The Browns are playing like shit to begin with. It's almost like the Browns are, they're, they're they're giving him the game. They're like, you know what? Like, Neither one of us are playing for anything, but since this is Ben's last game, we're going to dirt and whiskey this. We're just going to let him come in here and shoot for fucking 35 points, 17 assists and shit, and be completely fine. That's what they're doing with Ben, and Ben is just like, nah, I, I, I want to play like shit. I, I think he just... You, you, you ever, like, put your two weeks noticing, and then at yep. the job, you just don't do shit? Mm-hmm. That's you it. know what I'm saying? You're like, bro, I'm about to quit this shit anyways. I <laughs> yeah. What assignment? Yeah, he, he, definitely this. he definitely pulled yeah, the fuck this yeah. shit. I'm out. I, yeah, I'm looking at there. the stat line right now. Um, oh, my God. This man is... Wait, he threw the ball 41 times and only has 100. Yeah, that's oh, he's crazy. Garbage. How the fuck have you thrown the ball 41 times? He might be 41, though. Ain't he, he, how old has he been? He's been playing for a minute. Yeah, he's 39 years old. Yeah, he, he got he out of there, coach. He was there for the paycheck. Come on. He's targeted Deontay Johnson 14 times. He's caught eight balls for 31 yards. Yo, like the ball can't get down the field. Y'all can't get down the field. And most most of the times when they're playing, they're already in their own like zone to actually score. And they can't get it done. But 41 passes, and right now we're still we have a quarter to go. You're bad. You are bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but we can't judge your last moment on your whole career, right? We can't do that, that's right? A, that's a lie. Yeah, that's yeah, a lie. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. That's a lie. Because I mean, but I mean, me. what about Jordan on the Wizards, right? Like, no. Oh, we st- I mean, oh, we, we judge the right? shit out of him. We we absolutely judge him for the Wizards. Honestly, I judge Jordan by his outfits. Do you know what Jordan looks like when he wears oh, a pair yeah, of blue jeans? Oh my god, my man's had Jesus. like sweet suits on. Yo, I'm sitting. I'm like, yo, he tucked in the button the button up shirt. And then, like, he doesn't button up the sh- Like, how do you wear a button-up shirt? You tuck it in, but then it's not. 
that don't even work out in my head. Then he doesn't wear his own shoes. He like he wears just like shit you can honestly <laughs> buy like five below. You're like, okay, this man is like a billionaire. He just he says a fuck a tire. Like, bro, people go and like rob people for your fashion, for your shoes that you help design. And, and you know that's your fit? That that's your fit? Mm-hmm. Bro, like yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Michael I Jordan's just like, man, I don't know how y'all could look up to him. Like, how do y'all old people look up to Michael Jordan? Yo, here's when I knew, we're not old, damn it. Here's when I knew, like, I appreciate Jordan and everything that he's done for at least my childhood, you know, and watching basketball and stuff like this. I knew he wasn't shit when he went to that summer camp with, um, with Chris Paul. And Chris Paul said, if Michael Jordan misses a shot, everybody in here gets free Jordans. Jordan did not miss a single fucking shot. How are you competitive against a summer camp to give them shoes from a company that you own? At that point, I, mean, I said, it's definitely... Go ahead. He taught them a great lesson, though. You know, life is a competition. Everything in the dude, you got to compete. I like it. No, I like that. But, but I like thing, that. If, if it was a competition, he would have done, like, a shootout with, like, another kid or something. It's like, hey, for every shot I make, you make a shot. He wasn't competing with anybody. He was just shooting. So... I, you know, God rest the dead, Kobe Bryant and him, they both had that mentality of being like, yo, like, I, I have to win even at a game that I'm playing against myself, which, if that's the case, cool. But it doesn't make you a likable person. And I know this is going to sound really fucked up, but a lot of people hated Kobe up until he died. And now you can't tell them that Kobe was a hype. Me. He, yeah. Hey, bro. So, what's up? Hey, everybody does it. Everybody does that when you die. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. even some of these weak rappers, bro. I be it be it kills me. <laughs> kills I, I, I I don't get it, but I, I will have to say, bring it back to this game in particular. Q, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's not my fault. Sorry, Q. It's Sorry. it's your no. fault because earlier in the year when we did the predictions and the hot takes and stuff like that for the Steelers. Um, or what do you call them, Q? You you call them something else. You don't call them the Steelers. The Steelers, S T E A L E R S. Yes, yes. Um, all of us said that the Steelers were going to go over their record. They were going to win more than nine games. This is your fault, Q. You also said that Mike Tomlin was going to be fired. Um, according to you, where's that? You said that he would be fired. Um, if the Steelers lose bad and. That was a hot take. You said that ended up being a lie. Um, so, Hugh, I'm, I'm I'm blaming everything this week on you, sir. It is your fault. <laughs> it, it is your it is your fault. You, you you had your brother come on the show tell us how the Dallas Cowboys are just a good you know good team. Um, They're not. He, what, what is Dak Prescott's real name? I mean, bro, come on, Dak. No, no, I'm, <laughs> no you so. <laughs> So you don't like the name Dak? No, well, it's it's not that I don't like the name Dak. My issue is when I asked you about your team, you told me your favorite quarterback is in a whole other division, <laughs> and you you have that right. But it's like yo, but every year they say Dak Prescott's like MVP caliber. He he's like in the I front mean, running. He's always in the, how? Wow. I mean, bro, Please. he's a great, he's a great Q. What do you, what do you, you know? He's a great Q. No, I'm a great Q. Dak Prescott. <laughs> I'm a great Q. <laughs> That's pretty good. He's a, he's a, he's a great, he's a great quarterback, man. Like, especially when you talk about Q- QBR, like, what are we, you know, what are we talking about? Dak is always at the top. 
I mean, Dak, I mean, we just got some receivers, you know, CD, you know, Coop, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, Gallup. He shows up when he wants to. Uh, Keep going. You know, we we just getting them some help. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what he did. I mean, it's not the best record in America, but I mean, you know, we're we're true contenders. Where where did I go wrong? We are true wrong? contenders. We have a we have we have great D, right? We we we're true contenders. Q, okay. This is your fault, so, Q. So you I'm like Calamari over you like Calamari over Dak Prescott? Yes, yes, sir. I absolutely. I'm do. calling in Calamari, bro. It doesn't matter. Height doesn't matter. Wins matter. I mean, okay, we have like that, identical record, identical records. Yes, but you didn't beat us, is what I'm saying. So you don't have a identical record. An identical record would mean when you came to beat us, you beat us once. When y'all see us in the playoffs, which honestly might happen in what three weeks, guess what? We'll, we'll talk then because we'll be playing in Dallas. Am I right? If this is the case, if the playoff works the way it works and Dallas and Arizona win, we should be playing you guys in the playoffs at some point. My issue is both times just, we played y'all, we lost by a field goal, dude. Like, yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. It's well, like third time's a charm. Like, then y'all gonna be yeah, really shit out of luck. Dallas is that Dallas is that fine woman who can't fuck. They're like, damn, everything about them is perfect. But then when you get them in bed, you're like, what the fuck was this? this? No, no. When I see the Cowboys every year, I'm like, yo, like I'm, I'm picking Ezekiel Elliott as my running back because everybody's, they, they honed in on the, the latest rookie. They want Clyde Edwards Hilaire. They want Joe Mixon. I'm like, yo, but Ezekiel Elliott's right there. He's supposed to be on the best defense. I'm sorry, the best offense with the best defense in the league. Zeke was like the eighth like running back picked like overall this year. And I'm like, yo, like what happened? Yeah, that guy that, uh what's the guy what's the guy name? Uh Tony uh, Pollard. Tony Pollard kinda outshined him, out didn't he? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, which is crazy when you think about it. Yeah, for me when I see Zeke, I'm like, yo, like Zeke, you supposed you the guy. Like you you're the guy there. Um, but you know, w- without being too disrespectful, I-, I just have to say right now, the way it works out, we're fifth in the uh playoffs and you're fourth so we would be playing you in the first round in dallas so how does it feel like you put out in a first round <laughs> and, and you know what i was i was going to make that be- after winning two that meaningless games <laughs> Yo, I, that, that, here's the thing I, I would love to make this bet with you right now if the arizona cardinals were to lose to the dallas cowboys i would honestly be- i would become an honorary dallas cowboy fan just off that principle Okay. I, I think I think it's a bet. Now, I'm not. I'm not, cha- I'm not. I'm not changing my team because my team is still Arizona. But honestly, I wouldn't have a bad thing. When to say did about you become? Let me ask you this: How did you become to become an Arizona fan? Yes, my first ever football game. I think it was what ninety two. It was either ninety two or ninety four that I ever attended was the Washington Redskins at the time against the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Q will tell you, my family we go to a lot of the Washington games. We have lifetime seats. The first game I ever went to, though, was Arizona versus them. I like the bird symbol. I like the fact that, like, they w- were a good team at the time. And they're playing Washington, who, you know, excuse my expression, Q, but th- they're garbage. But either way, I became a fan because they blew out Washington. I was like, oh, I like that team. I'm, I'm going to go with that team. And I followed them ever since. I've had to live through Kurt Warner. I've had to live through five quarterbacks. I can't even remember their names. Um, even with Kyler Murray, I'm like, oh, like, we should – 
be number one, but you're playing like shit. So I'm critical of Arizona, but I'm not as critical as, you know, of Arizona. Than but I thought I you just said, I, but Zeke has been, first of all, let's, let, I mean, Dak has been oh, killing it this, this year, right? Yeah. I, I, by all objective measures, Dak has been killing it this year. Yeah. I, I don't know what Kyler has been doing. I'm a fan of Kyler. You know, he's a gamer. He does yeah. the Twitch thing. I'm a fan mm-hmm. of Kyler. I, I like Kyler. Yeah. You know, I, no, but you just said he's not that yeah. good. So, how can no, 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 no. I said he hasn't been playing that good, which he has not. So, wait, know, aren't you only as good as your, like, what have you done for me lately, right? Oh, he, I mean, he beat Dallas. So, he clearly did something for me lately, which I'm very appreciative of. So, I do appreciate him. But the entire season, even at the beginning when we did our midway show of MVPs, even with Arizona, like, middling when, you know, Kyler Murray was injured. Well, we talked about MVPs, and Lou and Q will tell you, like, I kept saying Kyler Murray should be voted MVP. And they've been Stop. skating. No, they've been skating by, which it, it offends me a little bit because, like I've said before to anybody who will listen, Arizona does this every year. The first eight games, they ball the fuck out. And something happens in their brain around a bye week, and then all of a sudden, they start fucking tanking. Arizona right now should be fucking what fourteen and two. Honestly, honestly, yeah, honestly, they should be fourteen and two right now. Like if if you look at their standings, if you look at their record, they should be fourteen and two. And only only reason I'm saying it is not because I'm an Arizona fan. I look at their schedule and I'm like, you let the Rams win the division, and the Rams they got what Odell at the tail end of that. So when I look at their full schedule for this year, right? I'm looking at the schedule now. They lost to the Green Bay Packers by three, which I'm like, all right, cool. It's Green Bay. We lost to Carolina 30, 34 to 10. And again, I think that was when Kyler was out, right? Then we lost to the Rams 30 to 23. We lost to the fucking Detroit Lions 30 to 12. Like I said, and we, oh, we lost to the Colts 16 to 12. So, one, let me see. Out of those five games, three of those games are winnable. We were supposed to beat Carolina, clearly. We were supposed to beat the Rams, and we were supposed to beat the Lions. That, that makes us 14 and 2, right? Only games we should have lost the schedule is the Colts and Green Bay. Okay, but that's all speculative. It, it's, all, it's all speculation. But again, if we're going off of speculations, Dallas should also be 14 and 2. You know, I mean, this is a body, right? Like, this is, you know, they just added the extra game, you know, mm-hmm. COVID, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're it's a it's a weird season, but I think yeah. at the end of the day, you know, what we got is what we got. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because I mean, it was some, it was some games where Dallas, I have like they played so bad. Like, what, what, mm-hmm. what game was it? It was just like. Wow, we were supposed to beat this team, and it's just like we couldn't get anything going. Yeah. Against Miami, I think it was Miami. It was, it was like we could not get anything going. No, no, it wasn't Miami. It was Denver. It was yeah. Denver. I don't think where, Dallas where, plays where, bad. Where Dak played like he, he he got his lunch money stolen, and it was pushed oh, into the locker. Yeah, it was Denver. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Dallas just... plays bad. I think that Dak only can rely on his receivers. And Tony Pollard, when Zeke is right there, and it's like, bro, like he gives you fucking chances, and Zeke, he just like 
bobs and weaves instead of just going straight. And it's like, bro, like it is fucking, it's like third and three. And we just need you to run straight and just get across the fucking line. And Zeke's like, I got to step back and I got to step to the side. And so you're saying forward. we? Like, yeah, when I say we, I'm talking as a fan of Dallas. Like, I actually enjoy watching Dallas Cowboy games. My issue is okay. they lose okay. winnable games. When I say okay. lose, I'm like, yo, like Denver, it shouldn't have been 30 to 16. I'm, I'm like, yo, Anderson, Dallas, it's not even like you had to go to mile high. That's a game you're supposed to win. Kansas City was trying to give Dallas that game. That how the fuck does the score against Patrick Mahomes go fucking nineteen and nine? You lose in overtime to the Raiders, which I thought was a fluke, but that's a whole nother story for another day. Um, again, like I mean, you said you want to talk about a fluke. Let's talk about it last week. <laughs> oh well, again, like I'm saying, like it just happens. Like for y'all in the preseason, y'all went like zero and four. Y'all lost to Jacksonville, Houston. You lost to us, and you lost to Pittsburgh. Some things Dallas just they, it doesn't connect for them. So all I'll say, because I know we got to get to like other games, Dallas better show up because if you let my team beat y'all when you had home field advantage, boy, listen, listen. It was a meaningless game. It's all right. We'll, we'll see. No, no, no. Hear me out because I, I, I actually mean this shit. As somebody who enjoys watching Dallas, nothing pisses me off more than a Dallas fan the following season talking about the shit they could have done last season. All you could have done was win that fucking game. Because next year, if they lose to Arizona and they get bounced in the first round, I have to hear from every single Washington football team, Eagle fan, Giant fan, fucking the Jacksonville Jaguars and shit. They're like, yo, like, that was supposed to be the best team every fucking year. And they keep getting bounced. You better win. So I, I'm, I'm making that proclamation. Y'all better win that fucking game. Because if you don't, boy, I, I'm not holding Q back. I'm going to make... I'm going to make sure that Q goes and gets you a Washington football team jersey and rock it. I'm going to personally make it happen because you, if you lose to us, that's my deal. Like I will definitely be a Cowboy fan, you know, speculative if y'all win. But if y'all lose, boy, whew. Mm-mm-mm. Q, do you, do you mind if I say this? Let me know if, what I'm about to say. No, go ahead. Go ahead. If go ahead. your team loses, if your team loses, you have to root for the Houston Texans next year. I like the Texans. No, 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 no. I didn't say just root. You and your brother are going to have to wear the matching jerseys. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. So, keep on book it. Book it. Fucking put All it right. on. Anyway. If, if you were in the notes, book it. He is going to wear, like, it, it's going to be like, Two and one, two and one. So y'all both gonna have matching jerseys. So, Jesus Christ. Anyway, moving right, moving right along. Um, we need to talk about the the basket case that is Antonio Brown. I like him. <laughs> All right. So today's story. Um, you know the the game yesterday. Antonio Brown uh, had. An Antonio Brown moment where he forgot to take his meds and he stormed off the field, took his uniform off, his everything, and said, fuck you to Bruce Arians in the, in the Bucks. But there's more. <clears throat> Arians, after the game, said that, okay, Antonio Brown's no longer a Buck, but he still is. He has not been cut, officially cut. The NFL is not going to dis- – they're, they're not going to discipline him. Um, and, yeah, what the 
fuck is up with Antonio Brown? Why is he waste? Why is he such a waste of a, of, of a gifted talent? I, I have a theory. Go for it. Go ahead. Monte's Monte's perfect. That that name ring a bell to y'all? You know what? Look at that. Look look at that. Every everybody agrees. You, man, Adrian, a- 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 Antonio Brown has not been the same ever since he got cracked. And that was one of the, I remember watching that. I don't know where I was, but I remember him almost like him getting hit and go lifeless. Yeah. I remember that. And uh, yeah. and, and, and I, it, it started to really show because we know what, what CTE does. We know how it affects people. You know, we, we obviously don't know if somebody has it until after they die. But, uh, you know, it, 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 it really does, you know, the effects really shows in your decision making, your impulsiveness, uh, your emotional controlling your emotions and things like that. I mean, and if Antonio Brown isn't, you know, the poster child for that type of behavior, then I don't know who is. Yeah, he I'm, I'm definitely going to go and agree with you there. I'm also going to say this, and I know, you know, being a Cardinals fan, I had to deal with Bruce Arians before. But I'm going to say this tweet. So this tweet is from a guy by the name of A.O. Freeze, and he said nothing but a fact. He says that Bruce Arians has been talking shit about Antonio Brown through the media for a year plus now. He never really wanted him on the team, and we all know that that was 100% a Tom Brady call. I 100% believe Antonio Brown was fired on the sidelines by Bruce. Now, I think Adam Schefter, I'm sorry, uh, Ian Rappaport, he says that he didn't know why Antonio Brown ended up storming off. If somebody tells you that you are not a part of a team, yeah, I'm throwing off my shit and saying fuck it too. Now, I wouldn't go in the manner that he went. I would, you know, sit out the rest of the game or whatever, and then I would end from there. But, Bruce Arians has been saying, you know, passively that he does not like Antonio Brown, which you're entitled to. But the issue is, just like I've told you, uh, Lou and Q and Pam all season, they don't win without Antonio Brown. And I, I think it's kind of proven that Super Bowl, it took Antonio Brown being on the field as a threat. Because guess what? Chris Godwin wasn't getting it done. Mike Evans wasn't getting it done. Mike Evans, he doesn't have a good game. Unless Antonio Brown is on the field, when what was the, uh, the week that Antonio Brown came back? Didn't Mike Evans have like two or three touchdowns? And the reason why is Antonio Brown's a threat on that team. Chris Godwin's out for the year. Tampa Bay's not winning shit this year. They're not right now. They're not high enough seated for them to get home field advantage. So there's that. Two, when it comes to them, they're down two running backs, two receivers, one being the one that they just fired. And Chris Godwin being out with the ACL and the MCL injury. We said this at the beginning of the season. Mike Evans is not going to get you a win. So if yeah, Bruce Aaron, he's just not talented at the X. Yeah. So I, I just Enough I don't, at the X. Yeah, I don't understand why like Bruce Arians hates Antonio Brown so much. Because next year when he's shopping for Juju Smith Schuster, and we call him like yo. He called him Boo Boo Shit Schuster, what he? Yeah, like, yo, whatever the fuck his name is, but whenever Juju ends up in Tampa, which, you know, he's going to, he's going to sign there because now that they're going to get Antonio Brown off the books, they need somebody who plays similar to him. And why not stir up controversy than getting Juju on your team? 
That way, all summer, we'll talk about, oh, Juju, he's replacing Antonio Brown, just like he did in Pittsburgh. And I don't know if Lewis is still listening, but Lou knows it for a fact. That's going to be the narrative all next season. Oh, Juju's with them. He's going to do so well, and he's not going to do anything. He hasn't done anything. Even when he was playing with Pittsburgh before his injury, he was doing absolutely nothing. But Antonio Brown, I'm saying it now. Like it on TikTok. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it now, and I've said it before. Like, Tampa Bay is not a threat without Antonio Brown. And the reason for it is... That part. The, yeah. When you go and you play Tampa Bay now, like even last year when they, they went into it as a, like a wild card seat and ended up winning the Super Bowl, people weren't fucking threatened by Scotty Miller and Mike Evans. <laughs> Chris Godwin was like dropping fucking passes in the Super Bowl, right? Who, who was the guy who was, you know, moving the change for them, being a threat that was getting double covered even as a wide receiver three on the team? Antonio Brown. I think Gronk was the one that scored the two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Nobody was like, oh, fuck, like Gronk. Gronk's not playing the same this year. Um, what was the other guy's name? O.J. Howard's always injured. You just lose uh, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. So now you're down to Le'Veon Bell as your starting quarter, uh, your starting running back next week for the remainder of the playoffs. Antonio Brown's now gone. Chris Godwin's gone. Mike Evans is your number one wide receiver. And your number two receiver is Scotty Miller. And your wide receiver three now that you're down receivers and running backs is guess who? Cameron Breit. You're going to run a two tight end like offense for the entire fucking playoffs. And guess who you got to go against week one? Take a wild guess who they have to go against, Q. It's not a good team. It's not a good team you want to fucking play. At least Minnesota. Why the fuck would you want to play Minnesota? Oh, let me see. Right now, because one and two have the buy, right? So I think one has the buy. Tampa Green Bay. So yeah, Green Bay. So yeah, Green Bay locked up the number one seed on Sunday. So right now, as it as it stands, they would have to play what two would play seven, right? So be no, because where, where the fuck is six at then? Oh, no, they're in the two, hunt. Yeah, so they would play, play forty nine. So two would play seven. So right now, Tampa Bay would play the San Francisco 49ers, which is crazy. Because the 49ers can win that game at nine and seven. Ironic as fuck to me that we got three NFC West teams that honestly are middling and Tampa Bay, who should have had the easiest fucking schedule the entire year. And they need to, who do they play? They play the Jets. So who do they play week 18 then, Q? Who, who do they play Sunday? Uh, let me, let me look that up. Yeah, I, I need to know who they play because right now, the, if they can win and the Rams lose, they jump up to second place and they would end up playing the um, the Eagles, which is a better schedule because right now, if I look at the schedule. Uh, so the Tampa Bay closes out the regular season next Sunday against Carolina. Oh, well, that, that, that should be a shoe and win. But we, we said it before, no receivers, bring games gone, tight ends aren't catching. Just, just a lot of things, man. So if they do end up doing something, I'll be surprised. But I know this sounds like a hot take. Tampa's not going far, not at all. Okay, I, I, I like the take. Uh, and with that being said, you uh, want to cover some NBA? Um, first off, fuck the Chicago Bulls. They, the Demar Derozan. Um, I don't know what steroid he's taking, but fuck him. Anyway, 
Um, in tonight, um, with the NBA, I'm not sure, man. Like, I haven't been paying any attention. All I do know with the NBA is, I guess, Kyrie's supposed to be starting on Wednesday for the first time in what 35 games. So, yes, yeah, his his first game is on uh, his first game back is is Wednesday, and again, um, fucking Kyrie Irving. Anyway, yeah, keeping that moving, keeping that train moving right along. Um, so. Awards. <laughs> if you have any, you want to give. Uh, you know, it's the it's the first show of 2022. Uh, any awards we have? Oh, so Malik, uh, our award section. Uh, we have uh, very some certain awards that we give out every weekend. The first one is the Bill O'Brien "You Know You Fucked Up Right" award. The second is the Adam Gates "Why Are You Still Here" award. And also the Gilbert Arenas Goon of Our Nationality Award. So um, you can make up an award to give out to someone uh, sports related. Um, but mm-hmm. those are the ones that we give out every week. All right. Okay. I, I, I got one. Go for it. Why the fuck are you still here? Russell, Russell Westbrook. Since we're talking about this, oh, yeah. I haven't even covered the NBA. Russell Westbrook. Russell Shitbrook. My God. I mean, I mean, you're playing with the best basketball player to ever touch a basketball, and it's like, what are we doing? I like, like what, what are we doing? It's terrible. Yeah. Why are you feeling? Uh, hashtag Brody is broken. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, with Westbrook, I, I still think he was a better fit in Washington, but he ran chasing a ring, and if he didn't learn from Rondo. It, it's not going to work out. Um, I think Russell Westbrook. He, you 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 can't win with a player like Russell Westbrook and James Harden. I think yeah. he, he, in order to win with people like that, you have to be able to to do. You have to be able to play. You have to have surround him with players that don't require the balls in their hand. Like uh, James Harden is really ball dominant. I mean, he, he mostly creates his shots off a of dribble. I think what makes Steph so great is that he can create. Not only can he create his own shot on or off ball, but he can also create shots for others. But Russell Westbrook, he just he's just ball dominant. He just needs the ball in his hand. He has to have the ball in his hand. You can't win with like that. And I th- thought you would be able to do that with a player like LeBron, who is just so, you know, his IQ is so heavy. But it's like, man, it's on you. Yeah, I, I, I might want to see him with like uh, Devin Booker, low key, because Dev can... Yeah. can 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 create a shot on on and off ball, but yeah, you can't win with Russell Westbrook. That's and James Harden. I'm sorry, I don't think they'll ever get rings. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I have an award? Uh, well, the Bill O'Brien, you know, you done fucked up, right? Award. It's actually going to a place and people and a thing. So it, it's all the things. Um, the people, Eagle fans, the place. FedEx Field, and the thing, the the barrier or the barricade that's supposed to protect the players from oh the crowd. Oh my god! Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I, I don't know what happened, but I guess at the end of the game, the Eagles fans were trying to like you know when you go at the end of the game to the where the tunnel is and you try to like get a handshake or an autograph from the players. So FedEx Field, since it I don't want to say it's like old because it's really not that old. It's just not maintained well and it should honestly be a dome but 
story for another day. The field, like, I guess not the field. But okay, so uh, I'm going to... Go ahead, so, go ahead. So great. Let me interject, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the story of what happened. Go for it. Um, this is from Pro Football Talk. The worst stadium in the NFL by far lived up to its reputation slash reality on Sunday, but it rarely gave way and nearly wiped out Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. Hurts was lucky. Others weren't. They fell to the ground. While none suffered serious harm, injuries occurred. There's also this, a dispute as to whether FedEx field officials offered medical assistance to, to those who fell, say the Washington football team on Sunday night. Quote, to our knowledge, everyone involved was offered on-site medical evaluation and left the stadium with their own accord. We're very glad no one appears to have been seriously injured. The safety of our fans and guests is of the utmost importance, and we look and we are looking into what occurred. Unquote. Um, yeah. Can can I say First this? All, and I'm fuck, fuck FedEx Field. Yeah. That, that stadium is absolute garbage. Absolutely. Great. Um, I, I just want to say one thing. And it's no disrespect to the, the the great town that is Philly, but um, those fans are absolute fucking opportunists. Um, they were actually checked on in the video that shows that like the security came over to them, told them like to separate, asked if they were okay because they literally just fell fucking four feet from like where they were to the ground. Got immediately up instead of looking for medical attention, they wanted to be near Jalen Hurst video documentation now i don't know what happened after the fact if they didn't or not but they saw a bag like i personally would have saw a bag if i fell from a fucking stadium you know barricade something like that yeah i'm going to be hunting for the money but for them only because like people from like philly in their forums on reddit were like oh yeah well the guy came into the room on reddit and was talking about how he's going to get a whole bunch of money because he did i was like what are we doing like it, it doesn't make sense to me so now that they're going and proclaiming that they were injured, you know, they were injured after the rail collapse. I'm like, the video shows that you were reaching over it, which guess what? You're not supposed to do. They tell you to not, re- especially when you know it's not like an actual like cemented barrier there. It was like one of those like railings that they use in concerts to kind of like isolate people from the crowd from the stage. So it's easily toppled over if you put your whole body weight on it, which guess what? six people did and they fell over so yeah if i go and if i lean with four or five other people over a barricade that has like a maximum weight capacity it's going to tip over i don't think they have a case so i wish them well i hope they didn't break anything but to go and try to get the money knowing that you fucked up no but good luck in the playoffs though okay all right um any other rewards to give out for this week if oh, not oh yes 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 um my adam gates why are you still here award is going to marcus smart um <laughs> marcus smart is one of the the few players that when i agree with him i agree with him but when i don't i don't um marcus smart makes some really bad decisions on the court like really like really really bad like he will foul and they don't have a foul to give and it will send the team like to the line constantly. And he argues with the ref about a foul that he knows he committed. And he does it every fucking game. It's like, bro, like, have you, do you just not get tired of, fou-? like, the Celtics at one point yesterday, they were up by like 15. 
And Marcus Smart just started throwing up shots and shit, filing, flopping. And at one point, the Celtics, they went from having a 15-point lead to losing by 17. And like, how the fuck does this work out? You, you, you can't keep doing this shit. And the, the one guy who I feel like is going to leave in the offseason if he isn't traded when they blow the Celtics up, uh, Jalen Brown, like, he's an absolute asshole, too. Like, clearly the team doesn't like him. And, Jason, you know, Jason Tatum not being there is showing that that's evident. Like, he's scoring 40, 50 points, which we appreciate. But if you're scoring 40 or 50 points and we're barely scraping by, there's something wrong there. So the Adam Gates, why are you still here award is definitely going to Marcus Smart. The Nick Young, never too soon award, obviously going to Kyrie Irving. He has to get that one because it's never too soon to come back. You know, you complained about the pandemic only to say last week in an interview that what was it cute if you could please get the article about him being like misguided information and some shit like that that he said it's like yo you made all these fucking claims about covid and all this other stuff and then now you want to play he was missing the checks that's why no like i i just don't get that dude i really don't get it i used to like Kyrie, man and he's a fucking drama queen it's yeah. crazy. Like it's like he wants to blow up his career almost. Yeah, I feel like yeah. every year is something new. It, it's always something with him. Like I got backlash from like my family and stuff when I was telling them, I was like, "Yo, like, I, I, it's not like I don't like Kyrie Irving. My issue is I don't like the antics when he's on the court. I can completely get with his style of play, but the he's moment he opens his mouth, I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? Um, and finally, my award for the herb fuck up. Dean Award for the person who had one job but perpetually fucks it up no matter what goes to two people Jake Paul and Dana White hmm. Jake, Jake Paul pretty much told Dana White that he would retire from boxing if Dana White would pay his UFC fighters which everybody wants everybody wants him to you know pay the people that he's <laughs> supposed to pay but instead he'd rather pay Conor McGregor no big deal He's a big draw. Exactly. So Dana White hasn't, I think he had countered by saying like, he'll do this, 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 and this if Jake Paul does whatever he's going to do. Jake Paul has, for for the lack of better words, he has absolutely ruined uh, boxing in less than a year and a half. He has, he's made boxing unbearable to watch. Like it, it's it's bad because when I go and I turn on HBO and and highlight clips, they're showing Jake Paul instead of like actual boxing events that matter. And then when I found out like he's fighting people like thirty pounds their weight size, like if he's fucking one seventy, he's fighting people who are like fucking one fifty, one forty. When he fought um, what's the dude that like he he kissed the canvas? I forgot what his name was. Uh, Tyron Woodley. I'm like yo, like you ha- you had twenty six pounds on him, really? That was a that, but that fight though, that fight was. I mean, that was taking like a week's notice or something like that. Yeah. Well, at some point, you, you like you know people are coming to fight you to get knocked out. But and by, the, caught, like, and by the okay. way, since I'm a, I'm a boxing connoisseur. Mm-hmm. By the way, so I mean, everybody rehydrate, uh, rehydrates uh, mm-hmm. on average about ten to fifteen pounds. Uh, yeah, once they make weight and and they rehydrate. Mm-hmm. So I mean Canelo, he's a like I mean I mean that cherry picking, that cherry picking son of a gun. I mean he mm-hmm. rehydrates that. I mean it's been reports of him doing the same thing twenty rehydrating twenty some pounds, like mm-hmm. so. I mean 
I, you know, I, I'll say this about the Jake Paul thing. Mm. Am I cutting you off? My fault. I, I, I don't oh, know. No, 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 go for it. Uh, uh, my thing about Jake Paul was that I don't think he's doing a bad thing about the sport of boxing. I think mm-hmm. that he, 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 he's not the, he's not the right representative though. I mean, he's not that, he's not that good at boxing, even though like his, his pre-fight antics are, I mean, they're entertaining in my, in my opinion, but that, mm-hmm. that fight was a really hard fight to watch for, I guess, what, 18 minutes <laughs> until he, mm-hmm. until he blasted him. Right. And I yep. mean, it's not the real skill of boxing. And, that, and mm-hmm. I think that's where like, it's not showing off the real art of boxing. Boxing is alive and well. If you like, I was telling Quentin the other day, if you go into some of these lower weight divisions, the lightweight, one thirty-five. I mean, it's at least eight guys that you can watch, and they are really, really good at boxing, and really, really demonstrate the skill of boxing. So I don't think so. I think obviously he like he is the biggest, maybe the biggest spectacle. It's sad to say, um, but no, I don't think. I don't, if you look at boxing, it's, it's in a good place. Mm-hmm. Well. We're definitely going to see. Hopefully, it's in a better place than wrestling because breaking news. Um, Edge and Beth Phoenix are going to be fighting the Miz and Maurice or whatever the fuck her name is for <laughs> Royal Rumble. Um, boy. Jesus. Q, t- t- Pam. Pam. <laughs> yes. I'm mute. And react to the breaking news. What's the breaking news? I was yeah, talking about this sister. Great, oh, great. yes. Um, Edge and Beth Phoenix will be fighting The Miz and uh, Maurice, or however you pronounce her name, in the co-main event for Royal Rumble. Yeah, that makes sense. The co-main event? Yeah, it makes sense. Again, it makes sense. They've been doing a long... You, you talk, We talked about this. They have been doing a storyline um, since couple i want to say since october it's been about uh edge and the miz just fought each other at day one edge came out and brewed of course he came out until brewed attire um and then best phoenix as we all know like i stated a couple weeks ago she left nxt commentary because someone in her family was dying um, but she came back at the end because maurice kept going in and interfering with the match and maurice don't want no smoke with the glims on um so, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So, so, okay, me me being the dummy, um, the is the royal is the actual royal rumble because they have both the women and the men's right. Do they yes. have enough people to make thirty? Yeah. Hopefully, if people don't catch oh. COVID, yes. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's a big one. Um, they have enough think, people that are. Um, on roster right on roster and also people that hey can you come back of course you know a lot of the old school people will always come back people love nostalgia they mm-hmm. do it every royal rumble mm-hmm. every single one so now it's kind of to see well who's gonna come back who's gonna be the surprise this year because there's always a big surprise i think there was only one year in the past like three four years that i've been going that there hasn't been like a surprise person mm-hmm. um but they're going to have a surprise be- just because of everything going on, all the releases. We don't know who they're re-signed, who's going to debut, um, who might come back for a last-minute match. You just, you never know. Yeah. That's the good thing about well, Just don't read dirt sheets. I don't read them. I actually like to not know what's going to happen. I like to be a surprise. So. You said, what is it called again? Dirt sheets. 
that's what oh, they yeah. call it when people basically say, hey, um, like when they ruined Becky Lynch coming back. Oh, yeah, Becky Lynch is coming back. Or when they ruined when AJ Styles was going to go and debut on the Royal Rumble. Um, oh. I don't watch that. I don't read into them. I don't feed into it. Mm-hmm. I will only, if you notice with us in our group chat, I only post about things that yeah. either Derry has said themselves or things that have already came out. Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to dirt sheet stuff, I don't read it and I don't post about it because it runs the element of surprise to people. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm reading the early predictions that were dropped today for the Royal Rumble card, right? These are just the early predictions, not no spoilers. Mm-hmm. So obviously you have the men's Royal Rumble match. You have the women's Royal Rumble match. You have yep. the SmackDown Women's Championship match with Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair, which should be a really good match. Um, Always. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, which uh, just mm, I understand it has to happen, but not not at not at Rumble. Either way, right now that's the speculative card um, with Brock and uh, Bobby being the main event, and then the co-main event being Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks. I like this card. I'm going to watch this card. Even at, you know after saying that I absolutely hate the WWE, but I I don't miss WrestleMania and I don't miss Royal Rumble. I will probably be like sixty eight years old still watching those two cards at least, because I feel like the WWE won't ruin those two. That, that's the two things I know for a fact. Like they won't let those two just like completely shit the bed. So I have high expectations for that. That's like my birthday weekend too. I'm I'm going to sit down and enjoy that one. I think that one might be a good one, but that. The co-main event be, <laughs> being uh, Miz and Edge and their their spouses, like, uh, yeah, mm, I don't see why that would. I mean, you also don't watch, so you wouldn't understand why. But, 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 but I understand. I understand that. But my thing is like, like the co-main event, it, it already writes itself. Sasha versus Charlotte, like that's the co-main event. How do you know Honestly, that's not the main event? That, no, I, I said that's even that's the co-main event, like because they're not going to put Brock and uh, Bobby if that match happens, like before Sasha and Charlotte. I, I don't ask me why. That's just my personal opinion. Like Brock is the money, and I I don't think I've ever seen Brock like be a co-main event on a card that big. He's always been like the main event. He's never been an opener. He's never been a, hey, we're just going to throw this match third on like a six-card match. He's always been the main event. That's the only reason why I don't think Sasha and Charlotte would be the main event. But Stephanie has surprised me before. Um, I just, honestly, I have three things that I'm going to watch this year. That, Royal Rumble, and if, which I really hope happens, they do another all-women pay-per-view. That's not going to happen. Really? That's not going to happen. You don't think they would ever do just like enough? Because the one they did was a success. So why not do it again? Because they would have bended it. They would have made it an annual thing. But the backlash that came from it, because they wanted to call it like the May Young Classic. That was the whole thing. They wanted to call it the Moolah's uh, event. That was another big thing because Moolah was Mm -hmm. actually known to be like a pimp and all this stuff. Um, So... Mm-hmm. You would think so, and that's why we also tell you to watch the indie stuff because um, NWA did their own all women's pay per view with uh, Mickey James being the force behind it and her putting her name on it and getting a lot of indie talent and signed talent 
on a show and it was a great card so if you haven't checked out nwa's uh all women's pay-per-view i would definitely suggest checking that out um but i honestly feel like they're gonna have brock and bobby start the show just saying i mean if if that's the case then either way i'm i'm going to watch it uh but that all women's pay-per-view man nothing greater than seeing naomi slide and neon like I, i love that shit um also natalia like almost losing but you know that that's always fun Th- these are the times when we miss Nia Jax. Nia no. Jax, we miss you. No. We miss you. It, Who's the way you speak of? Yeah, it's, it's Cashley's fault. It's Cashley's fault. I told Cashley that Nia Jax was the greatest female wrestler of all time and how she's... she's you do know these shows are recorded, right? Yes. Okay. What I'm saying is... Nia, Nia, I'm about to roll a clip. Don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, Nia Jax is one of the greatest female wrestlers of all time. She's never injured anybody that she's wrestled. Is that April? She's always been a consummate professional. She's done all the things that Must necessary. Be she she's been like an eight time WWE Women's Champion. She's what? won two Royal Rumbles. She eliminated yeah. Kane. She she ended Undertaker's streak. She told okay. Vince McMahon, "Suck my dick. I'm the best wrestler of all time." And Big you know what else she did? She's not like most girls. Okay, so you're trolling hard. Got it. Cool. We we <laughs> understand. Um, right. If that's the case, then as long as you know that your favorite wrestler will always be Shayna Baszler, we're good to go. And then you know what? The best promo of all time for you. Yes, Shayna Baszler is the equivalent of like that booger that you can't reach. Like, no, <laughs> I, I know it's there, and, and it's right there, but it's just I can't get it. That's Shayna Baszler. Every single time I watch that woman wrestle, I'm like, y'all see it, but I don't. Make it make sense to me. And the thing is, nobody ever has. When I ask people, I'm like, yo, like, is she like the substitute for Ronda Rousey until she comes back? People always say, Ronda's not coming back. So I'm like, so why don't we have Shayna Baszler? And it's like, because like, she, she's just as good. Like, she has an MMA background. She does this. But I'm like, she's terrible. And like, no, she's good. Like, just put her with somebody else who's good. And it's like, but if you're good, you don't need to be with somebody else who's good. You can make a bad person look good. Shayna Baszler but if that's is, the case, then you're going to say that Andrade is bad. And that's not true. Andrade is a good wrestler. He just mm-hmm. can't talk. Sometimes some people just hate a mouthpiece. Brock Lesnar, you're going to say Brock Lesnar's good? No. Paul Heyman is what makes Brock Lesnar amazing. I, Brock being Brock also helps it. But Paul Heyman is what escalates Brock. Shayna needs to be with a mouthpiece. That's really it. Shayna can wrestle. Like, I don't know if you've actually seen her wrestle, but she can wrestle. People just don't view it because you just don't like her. There's a yes. difference between not liking a character and then also saying that they're bad at wrestling. We know that one is a lie. So let's just keep it at that. Okay. So let, let me just make this crystal clear. I don't dislike Shayna Baszler. I just believe that Nia Jax is a better wrestler than her and a lot of the women in the women's division of wrestling, um, including like, I love Bianca Belair. Love her. Love watching her. Um, uh, even Naomi. Love watching her. But Nia Jax, she was so special. She did, she did so many things for the WWE. She contributed to a lot of people getting vacation. She's done a lot for the wrestling community. She was even on Total Divas for a couple of episodes. Come on now. She's a national treasure. But when it comes to Shayna Baszler, it's like, what have you done, Shayna? Like, what have you done other than grimace and grin and botch? 
she does a lot of that. But you know what? Who I'm gonna, does a lot of that? Shayna? Yes. No. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to give her some time. I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to become a Shayna Baszler fan by June. That's if the WWE is still around by then. But that's another story for another day. You uh, also June. said that last year. I, next, You know what? Let's make a bet. Let's bet right now. Yes. What, what, what is the bet? Q, please make sure that this is noted in our, you know, 2020. Our first bet of the year. Yes. Right. Okay. So are you betting that the WWE will be done by June? And uh, make sure yeah. you be specific in regards to your bet because I don't want to hear no excuses. Well, I'm saying done with me or done. specifics, please. Okay. I will say this and Q, please make sure you mark this as a truth. I bet 20 bucks that the WWE, they won't be done because they won't go away. They're like, they're like herpes. Like just when you think they're gone, like oh, there it is. So the, the WWE is going to put on in 2020 from January to June, they're going to put on four bad pay-per-views where people are going to start questioning if this is still a thing, if the WWE is still good. Another hot take is AEW is going to take the backlash of what's going on with you know the WWE and become the number one program for wrestling in 2022. Another hot take of mine. So feel free to add that one. Also, okay, got it. Um, what, what is the what is the uh, Braun Strowman? I feel like either him or Bray Wyatt will sign with the AEW by June. Braun is not signing to AEW. Um, he's, if I'm not mistaken, he just debuted with Impact. It was or was that Ring of Honor? Um, so that's not happening. Okay, so let's just go with Bray Wyatt. Bray okay. Wyatt will sign with AEW by June. When, when max out usually happens at what? Like it happens like June and July, right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And mind you, again, I don't watch too much AEW, but I know for a fact that is kind of like what max out is kind of like this Starcade. So I I want that. that. That is a hot take for me when it comes to wrestling. Also, another hot take for me, Roman will retain his belt at WrestleMania. I feel like okay. he's going because how how long has he held the belt? He held it for like three, at least a year, right? So I know it's been at least a year. So I feel like he's going to break the who had who had the belt the longest in the WWE? Um, um like it was Brock, Becky. right? Becky and Brock. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I know Becky. She held it longest for like overall, but like for just like the men male aspect of it, I think oh, Brock held Roman it. actually. Roman. Roman has. Oh, wow. So he. Okay. So we can eliminate that hot take. So those are my hot takes as well. Also, um, an, another hot take. The girls of Melanin and Matt, uh, Melanin, Matt, my apologies. They're not yes. like most girls. They're not like most girls. We are not Nia Jax. Cut it out. You are. You, you could never. You could never be better than Nia Jax. And the reason for that is because she's not like most girls. She is one of the best wrestlers of all time. Okay. And I, I well, wish you would um, we, we got you. Uh, <laughs> how about yeah, we will see. So but uh, mark, mark me down for that $20 bet. Um, please. Yes. Mark yes. me down for that. And then how about halfway through? Around, which you said February, but you know, let's say 
April after Mania. After Mania, we'll we'll put double or nothing. If you double still double down on that bet, yep. Yes, I, I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. So, um, Q, make sure you mark that down, please. Yes, please mark that down. Also, Q, can I just throw one award that I forgot to give away because I just Go read ahead. the article. Um, the Gilbert Arenas Goon Award is going to Tristan Thompson. Uh, because the paternity Bruh. test proves that he's the father. <laughs> Good grief! Yeah, he's the father. Not King Tristan. What makes it even worse is his apology to Chloe. No, wait, oh, I, I shouldn't have treated you that way. Uh, what did you say? I shouldn't have treated you that way. You deserve more respect than that, and I do respect you more than I have treated you, sir. What? Wait, gaslight. Wait. Now, can I can I just ask a question? That, that wow. message was it like a notes app thing that he posted on Instagram? No, it was like you know, a black screen on Instagram, and then you type it out. Yo, we we have to stop this shit. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? On that note, Tristan is the is the future of the NBA. You know what? Like, Can you retire? On that note, where can <laughs> where can the people, the masses? Follow or find you on social media. Um, you can find me shopping with Kyrie Irving for a Nike Swoosh Mesh KN95 mask. <laughs> wow, that's a good place to find you. You can find me with Antonio Brown outside of the Buck Stadium. Hollering no, no, bro is at the Nets game right now. <laughs> Wait what? Wait, he bro is? is at the Nets game. Yeah, Antonio yeah, Brown's at the Nets games. Oh my god, yo! I'm not, I well, I live in Tampa, so you can find me outside of the Buck Stadium with him, <laughs> looking for an Uber and a contract, and wondering why I didn't get my money, and making excuses on why they didn't throw the ball to me, or it was an ankle issue, or a money issue, oh, or whatever issue AB would like to bring up. Jesus, Christ. you can find me with him. We all bad people. We all bad. Uh, everything is L E X K D X W G. I thought he was going to say at Dallas Cowboys okay. on Twitter, but okay. Same. <laughs> you mean you know at the boys? And, and you and you can find me um, wondering with Kyrie Irving if the world if the world is truly flat. Um, until no. next week. Until next week. Oh my God. I, I, I love y'all. Until next week. Um, have a great week. And we will see you again on the best damn sports show on stereo. And also before before we before we head out, I, w- I definitely want to thank uh Dan Rod. He's in the audience right now. Uh, thank you for listening. The original creator of the sports on stereo hashtag. Um, thank you for checking it yes. out. Um, and until we see you next week. Absolutely. All right, yes. everybody. Be safe. All right, y'all be, be safe. safe y'all. Be safe. Bye. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. 
It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs. Perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 